Welcome to Coffee and Cleavage. Welcome, everybody. I'm like slowing down on my coffee drinking. Mm-hmm. Me Oof. too. It's getting to me. Yes. Need some food. <laughs> um, we are going to be talking about some, well, dating and relationship tips, kind of like the, <laughs> the whole point of our show, right? <laughs> <laughs> dating so and relationships. <laughs> Relationship tips. Dating and relationships are hard. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, uh, we all work. They are work. Yes. I mean, work on ourselves, work on ourselves together. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like lots of us are kind of weighed down. I know we talked about this a lot. Well, just us (laughs) personally, but we, we've talked about this before, just how we're weighed down and kind of held back by our past experiences, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe even our representations of what love looked like while we were growing up. Yeah. You know, what type of relationships were modeled to us? Mm-hmm. You know, did we have like a bunch of short-term relationships that never really went anywhere? Um, you know, have we, what, what have we experienced and seen and how does that shape our view of dating and relationships and mm-hmm. impact it. Oh yeah. When it's true growing up, but really how like a lot of, I don't know. It's hard to say this because it's like, okay, you could be someone, let's just say you grew up in a home where your parents were divorced. You know what I mean? Um, you might have like a different view on that could also make the opposite though, where you go, okay, I see my parents go through this. I don't ever want to be like that. I think we naturally kind of want that regardless of what it was that we went through. We always want something better than what we had. Yes. I think that's like a natural human thing, but you're right. That can negatively or positively impact you. It just really depends. It really depends. Yeah. Like I grew up with a very negative view on relationships and marriages. You know, I grew up and I saw like a lot of destructive uh, relationships, a lot of toxic ones. And I was like, ugh. It it just made me think negatively of relationships altogether, you know? So I can certainly see how like every, everything that we go through, you know, growing up and as a, as an adult kind of like screws with our head, you Mm -hmm. know, and might make us like unaccepting of a relationship, maybe even when it's good, Mm -hmm. you know, a little bit of Mm self-sabotage. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, so because of that, some of us might not even know, like, what does a healthy relationship look like? Like Mm -hmm. a lot of people want to be in a relationship, but do you want to be in a healthy relationship? What type of relationship do you want to be in? Well, I think everyone always, of course, wants to be in a healthy one, but maybe some people just don't know how to, how to be in a healthy relationship. Yeah. Or, or they don't know what it looks like. What do you do to be in a healthy relationship? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously relationships come in all different shapes and sizes, you know, but a lot of good relationships have a lot of the same things in common, trust, Mm -hmm. respect, honesty. Like this is like the core foundation, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Communication. Yes. We love that word here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, it's really important in a relationship to be able to maintain an emotional connection, you know, the feel of loving someone being loved and having that, you know, emotional fulfillment and connection together. 
you know, if you don't have that, then like, what, what do you have without that connection? Mm -hmm. You just have a, a roommate. (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, I have emotional connections with, with my friends. I have an emotional connection with you. Like there are different levels of connection, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely a necessity for a romantic relationship. Absolutely. There's nothing worse than your significant other feeling like your roommate. Yeah, literally nothing worse. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that happens. <laughs> yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, so maintaining the emo- emotional connection, the feeling of being loved and emotionally fulfilled. Exactly. You know, that's huge. Absolutely. And even able to respectfully disagree. Huge. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people do not know how to disagree respectfully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of emotions. People feel very strongly about different things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that just does not go well in terms of like disagreements. You have to be able to disagree. Yeah. Like no, nobody agrees on everything. No, exactly. Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> not even close to everything. <laughs> but being able to safely express what it is that is bothering you without like fear of that person reacting negatively is really important. Because if you fear how your partner is going to react to you disagreeing with something that they say, like mm. that's not healthy. No, it's not. That can also, you know, I don't know, cause you to bottle things up inside too, which is also not good because that tends to lead to resentment. Yes. Mm -hmm. Resentment. I would say that's like the killer of most relationships. God, yeah, for (laughs) sure. Yeah. Fight about nothing and resentment. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Keep outside relationships alive as well as outside interests. That's a huge tip. It really is, you know, yeah, we have to maintain our own individual people. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. When you lose sight of that, you, that's exactly where more resentment comes in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want to lose your identity either. Yeah. If you love doing something, don't stop doing it just because you're in a relationship. You know, that's. No bueno. Yeah. I feel like, um, you know, having your own thing too is like an attraction to someone. Someone Mm -hmm. seeing that you have your own thing going on or, you know. Yeah, I know. I think that's very attractive. I do too. You Mm -hmm. have something that you're really interested in. Maybe you, you know, this is just an example. Maybe you play a sport on the weekend with your friends or Maybe you have a side job that you're really passionate about. Maybe you're into photography. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, whatever interests you that you pursue in your free time as like a hobby or a side hustle or anything, that's just very attractive. It, it's it a, it's an independence. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're, you're taking care of your own needs and yes. wants. Mm-hmm. And that is very healthy. It is. Absolutely. Um, obviously like we say, communicate, being able to be open and honest. Um, this increases trust in turn in terms with like strengthening your bond and and your connection. Trust, 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 Mm -hmm. trust, (laughs) communication, trust. Uh (laughs) What else do we say? Um, honesty. Yes. I mean, all, all of those things have to exist. Mm-hmm. Kind of co 
coexist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are like, okay, how do I know exactly what I want or how do I find what I want? You know, a lot of us have a lot of ideas of what it is that we think that we want, which is interesting, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Some tall orders. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to be able to separate what it is that you want and from what it is that you need. And a lot of people don't understand the difference between want and need. Oh yeah. I mean, wants can be like, um, occupation, um, physical attributes, like height, weight, hair color, even if certain things feel crucial at first, most of the time you will find that they are limiting your choices. They really are. We do limit our own choices by yeah. kind of putting all of our wants in like, a cute little box with a bow. Like I want this and this and this and this and this. And yeah. it's like, you might find somebody that has this instead of this and mm -hmm. that instead of that, you know, like you have to kind of open up the possibilities. Yeah. You know, but, and then there are needs that like needs are something that you can't necessarily um, bargain with. Yeah. You know, everybody has their set needs. Like what are your values, your ambitions, your goals, and how do those kind of shape what it is that you want from a partner or what you need from mm -hmm. a partner, you know, putting those needs like, okay, this is something I need. Yeah. I need this girl to also be, this is just example. I need somebody, you know, to be, uh, have the same like Christian values that I have or something. That's probably not something that you're going to stray away from Yeah. versus like, I need her to have blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> Do you really need her to have blonde hair and blue eyes? You know, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe you find a blonde hair with uh, a, she's blonde, but she has brown eyes. I mean, like, I mean, there are just things that you, you know, can kind of compromise on. I, I don't think I've ever been like, I need somebody with this color hair and this color eyes. Yeah. You know, but some people feel very strongly. They do. Some people are all about that. You know, they, they must be with what exactly what they're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. You know? They have to check all the boxes type mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. But it's important. And good, to luck. Like, yeah, good luck. Good <laughs> luck. Good luck. It's it's just important to keep things in perspective. Yeah. You know, don't make searching for love your entire life. No. A, a lot of people get lost in that. They're really trying to find their soulmate. Like I understand wanting to find someone to share your life with. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. But when you make it your entire life, you're really giving away a lot of your time that you could be building you, mm -hmm. building your life, expanding your social circle, you know, pursuing whatever your interests are. Yes. Yeah. All the things that we said make someone attractive. Yeah. Exactly. And that's usually, I feel like that's when things really fall into place for someone when they're focused on their own thing. And then they happen to, to meet the person during that time, yeah. you know? Um, and, and when that happens, that's usually when you're like the happiest and I don't know, I feel like that's when a relationship works out the most too. Not when you're like searching for it so hardcore and like, yeah. you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. You have to invest time into it, but I feel like yeah. it's good to like, set a realistic amount of time that you're going to date. Like maybe you, you know, you're not going to like go out on a date every single night of the week. Maybe it's once a week. Maybe it's every other week. It's like whatever's right for you, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. with your life and your schedule and pursuing and growing yourself 
as a person, mm-hmm. you know, versus just like relentless. You're willing to go on date after date. That's, that's, that's pretty exhausting. Yeah, totally. You know, like putting yourself out there and actively searching and you can't be doing much quality control if you're literally going on a new date every single night of the week. Exactly. Which sounds like crazy excessive, but I'm sure some people do date that much. Yeah. I feel like a number one thing people tend to do too is settle. Don't ever settle. Yeah. Like just to, just to be in something, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've, I think we talked about that a little bit earlier today too. It's like, you know, choosing to be in something bad just to be in a relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That's the worst thing you can do. (laughs) Choose to be alone before you settle. Yes. No. Mm -hmm. Uh, Be deliberate in your pursuit. I think this is a great tip. Take initiative. Be deliberate. Make a move. If you see somebody that you want to talk to, walk up to them and say hi. You don't need to qualify yourself. You don't need to think about your approach or what you're going to say. Sure. If you have something in mind quickly, otherwise you're just wasting a lot of time, in my opinion, kind of getting in your own head, Mm -hmm. you know, even if nothing happens, which it very may well not. Mm -hmm. I think that once you get over that, like anxiety of a lot of people have like the anxiety of approaching someone, it's going to get easier every single time. Yes. So that's a practice. To me, that's like a practice on self growth. And honestly, I, I used to be like that, like just afraid to approach people. And this would even be in like work settings. You know, have you ever like gone to an event where you were like by yourself and oh, yeah. you're uncomfortable and you're not sure who to talk to or how to talk to them? Yeah. Do you introduce yourself? What do you say? Mm-hmm. You know, you get in your head mm-hmm. versus like you walk into an event and you just walk up to somebody and you're like, hi, how are you? I'm so-and-so. Yeah. Who are you? Mm-hmm. You know, and you're willing to just like kind of put yourself out there and break that ice. Even if the conversation doesn't last very long or whatever comes of it, <laughs> you know, it you did it. And doing it the next time is way easier. Absolutely. And I feel like that same approach applies to dating. It does. I feel like a lot of guys, um, when it comes to approaching a girl, I know we've talked about this before too, but I feel like they get in their own head because they feel intimidated. And Mm -hmm. so that's, I mean, it's so important to just, just fucking go for it. Go up to her. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's, be mm-hmm. deliberate. Yep. Go for it. Yep. Um, Don't practice, 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 practice. Yes. <laughs> Easier said than done, but you know, the more you do it. Yeah. I mean, I was, I, I used to honestly get like anxiety uh, talking, you know, and, th- and that was just like in settings where I was like working an event or going to something where I just had to talk to people I didn't know. But the more yeah. I did it, the easier it got pretty soon I could give speeches. I could do hosting. Yeah. Literally took me years of growth to get to that, but mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure that saying hi to somebody (laughs) is possible. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, Connection. When you do land a date, be sure to listen and stay present. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Be curious about their experiences, their stories and opinions. Paying attention may land you another date. Very likely. Mm-hmm. Very likely. <laughs> Very likely. Yeah. Just showing that you're interested, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, as long as you're truly actually interested. Yeah. <laughs> don't show fake interest, but. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, some people do 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 that, but it's just good to be like upfront as well, you know? Yeah. Be honest. 
if you really want another date, say you want a, another date, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but listening is like the best advice I think for men on dates. Yeah, I agree. Cause I feel like it's really easy. Women do this too. When you get nervous and you just talk a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're not hearing her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of women just want to be heard. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and our favorite watch for red flags. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, some people will overlook obvious red flags because they really, they really just want to be dating, you mm-hmm. know, and they just ignore things or just go, ah, eh, that's not that big of a deal. Eh. But it's important to trust your instincts. They are always right. Always. I listen mean, to your gut. Yes. Listening to your gut is so important. And mm-hmm. honestly, if you just ignore the red flags and you continue to date them, you're just pretty much prolonging the inevitable mm-hmm. and wasting your precious time. Mm-hmm. People don't realize time is such a valuable asset. Oh my God. Yeah, it is. Like time, time, time. Yeah. We only have so much time. Why waste it? Yep. You know? Yep. Gotta watch out for that. Don't waste it on the wrong person, <laughs> wrong situations. <laughs> Figure it out, get out, right? <laughs> Figure it out and get out. <laughs> is that your new motto? <laughs> Figure it out, get out. <laughs> it is now. I like that. I do too. It's going to be on a, on another coffee cup. <laughs> Which we are lacking today. We are. We forgot the mugs. <laughs> Had our little plastic cups. Well. We hope that helps you guys um, for listening. and share some stories with us. We'd like to, um, you know, if there's like, you have any crazy dating stories or, or questions or questions, you know, we'd love to hear them. We do maybe do a little extended after show potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So send them our way. Coffee and cleavage dot podcast at gmail.com. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, All right, guys. Thank you.